0: What was the point in this season where you realized the Giants were more than just, oh, this is a fun start, and this will be a couple decent months of baseball to watch, to, oh, my God, this is a for real best team in the league kind of juggernaut?
1: You know, it's interesting you ask that question because I've gone back, and I, I call it the when did you hope they were going to win to when did you expect they were going to win. And um, to me, it's probably when they – when they probably hit 50, first team to hit 50 wins, um, uh, and we had done well uh, out of a Dodger, um, Giants-Dodger um, uh, meeting, we got swept in the first one. So um, I would say probably that. And as the season has progressed more, it's more the – and I think the team has even adapted this philosophy It they expect to win. And I think that's a little bit different mindset than when you are hoping to win,
0: you know. So. Yeah, that's that's always like for a surprise team. It's always that kind of jump from oh, it's really nice to be here. Oh my God, we're in first place. Isn't this fun? It's June. To yeah, we're gonna kick your ass every night. what are you gonna do about it, uh, Paul? Did you have a moment where you realized
2: that? I, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. Since the beginning of the season, it's been like no. One, well, going into the season, no one expected. The- the Giants to uh, be there at the end. They're going to be competitive. They're going to be fun. But you know, um, they're the second most overperforming team in Major League history right now. Well, not Major League history. Maybe in the last twenty years, um, the 2012 Orioles really came out of the box and never gave up. But you know, these Giants are going to be fifty games over five hundred. Um, and so even when we had a, a, a small losing streak, because we really didn't have any super long, prolonged losing streaks. We had a couple of games here and there. They always bounced right back. And it was always, um, you know, not, not just our stars. It was always, you know, key hits by, you know, people that were either brought up You know, uh, Lamont Wade just came out of nowhere (laughs) this year Mm -hmm. to help us out. And he's going to be really big down the the stretch here in the playoffs. Um, So I think those are the things, Um, you know, and it's funny because, uh, you know, we've talked in the past, me and Ray, I am was not a huge Gabe Kapler fan. Uh, I said, what are the Giants thinking? Uh, I get Farhan has a relationship, but this is going to be an unmitigated disaster. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's proven us wrong. Um, So, you
0: know, to be fair, you and I don't think just about anybody else other than Farhan Zaidi was a big Appler fan when they hired him. I mean, based on those two years with the Phillies, it was like, well, he loves changing pitchers and pissing off the team. So I guess, but like, I mean, you give him, I guess, like the kind of optimized lineups that Farhan provided for him every night, and he apparently knows what he's doing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, go ahead, Bray. But no, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, you know, he he keeps this up. I mean, not that anyone's gonna forget who Bruce Bochy is, but he literally has the potential to guide this team. You know, next four games, Giants sweep. They will have the all-time winning record for Giants, New York, San Francisco history. Um, you know, it's 106 back in 1904. They could go to 107. Um, so. That just here's Gabe Kapler, who was shuffled off from Philadelphia, leading this team. Not to mention, he brought in a coaching staff that everyone went, who, who is that one? Who is that? <laughs> um, took a chance on you know a female coach in the. In the I mean, oh, her. things that were like, what are the Giants doing? And well, now everyone wants to know what can we to do be doing like the Giants. The Giants
1: have more coaches than any other team. They have 13 or 15 and they've taken down every aspect of coaching and they have three coaches for each one and each one studies a separate thing. And they're very analytical. And one of the announcers, I think a week or so ago kind of broke it down. And I wish I'd written it down because it was really interesting and there are a lot of people that they selected had minimal coaching experience and to Paul's point um everybody's like huh what are they doing and you know uh so I, and I had said a few days ago watch everybody starting next year have 15 coaches
0: yeah I mean if the Cubs want to hire an additional 10 and then maybe fire the team president and hire another coach in place of him I'm perfectly fine with that, shall we say. Uh, Let's jump right into that in just a second. This is the Three Strikes You're Out podcast, the Outsports Baseball podcast, episode number 89. My name is Ken Schultz, contributing writer to Outsports Baseball Prospectus and stand-up comedian just off the bench. The other voices you're hearing are two gentlemen who are very, very happy with their 104-win possible division champion, San Francisco Giants, Ray Novotny, Paul Sanders, the minds behind gay San Francisco Giants fans, Facebook and Instagram accounts are joining me. Gentlemen, it is a pleasure to talk about your team with three games left in the season.
1: Well, thank you very much and very excited. Um, In fact, uh, nerves and excitement. And so um, I'm going up to San Francisco. I live in Southern California and I'm going up uh, tomorrow morning and for the Tomorrow night's game and Sunday's game. So I was kind of hoping they had clinched before I left because I don't want to be. You know, it's going to be crazy, but um, we'll see what happens.
0: But they'll clinch when you're there to see it, which is honestly. Yeah, I mean that would be
1: nice to did tomorrow night. The Dodgers just kind of have to help us out. They have to lose, and At they're some not. Point,
0: you think? Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh... it's never
2: a bad day when the Dodgers lose. So. <laughs> um... It, and it doesn't matter where the Giants are in the standings. Um, it's a little extra speed this year. But uh, it's, it's definitely a good day when the Dodgers lose. Uh, thank you for having me as well. I'm out in New York. Um, you know, the Giants ball. have always been a team that I uh, have followed. My pop-pop was a, uh, a Giants fan back in the day. Uh, followed him after they left uh, to go to San Francisco. Uh my father, ironically, uh was a Dodgers fan and hmm. he followed them up until the day he passed. Um so it made interesting dynamics. Generally I root for the Mets here in New York, but uh the Giants are always uh someone that, a team that I'm always watching. Matter of fact, my I have a credit card uh that I pull out here in New York with the Giants logo on it and people are like, What? <laughs> what,
0: what's this about? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Got to go back so. to the pre-1957 era for that to make sense in New York City. But yeah. And it
2: has the uh, it has the the old-time Giants logo on the card, oh, too, nice. so it makes sense. Nice.
0: And I, I love that you brought up the, the 1904 team's record, too, like dropping a, a John McGraw-era Giants reference. Like, And I'm thinking that John McGraw was little Napoleon, so is Gabe Kapler Jack's Napoleon?
2: He's He's something but how about as in as in
0: a body of you know? Google his
1: pictures. Um, We we posted a quarter off of his off of them. Yeah, they've uh, been
2: very popular. Yeah, yeah, no, and no one's going to mistake John McGraw's physique for Gabe Kapler's. But (laughs) how insane is it that we are having a conversation with John McGraw, Hall of Fame manager? And Gabe Kapler in the same sentence, other yeah. than Giants managers. Like yeah. record-setting Giants managers. It's, it's
0: fascinating how like the, the image of a manager can change on a dime if you just give them the right team. Like Up until the 2004 Red Sox, Terry Francona was just like that guy with those bad Phillies teams. And now he's going to the Hall of Fame whenever he decides to retire. So sometimes yeah. it's, it's just a matter of matching the philosophy with the roster he needs. That's the classic Casey Stengel, I mean, for God's sakes.
2: And and to, you know, not to keep talking about, you know, McGraw and, um, you know, Kapler, you got, you know, we're having a conversation in this present day about the Giants. And again, we're talking about McGraw, Kapler, and the only other two managers that you could actually have in this conversation with that is Alvin Dark huh. and Dusty Baker. Where's More. Bruce Bochy in this equation? Maybe back in San Diego in a couple of months, but we're not talking about him right now. Gabe Kapler has taken Bruce Bochy out of the conversation in Giants world right now.
1: Crazy. Yeah. Pretty big shoes to fill. He's done so done well so far. I mean, he's the four, he's the leading candidate for National League Manager of the Year, something that Bochy did not win while he was in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So, And even though he took the team to three World Series – um, he only won when he was in San Diego.
0: So
1: it would well, be Bochy's
0: interesting to see. If, if I remember right, Bochi's deal was that he would always win just enough during the regular season to get you the division or the wild card. And then when it came to the postseason, that's when his bullpen management would kick in and they would just run through it. Right. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Bochi was the master yeah. of the bullpen.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Let me uh, start by asking you this uh, since you mentioned the uh, the team from down south earlier. Uh, how badly do you guys want to face the Dodgers in the postseason? Like, is this a Red Sox-Yankees thing, or or Cubs-Cardinals kind of matchup? If like you've been dreaming of, or well, you know, I'd rather
1: face them in the NLCS than the NLDS. Um, if if we had our brothers um, right now, and I was talking to some other fans, I'm more fearful today of the Cardinals. I mean, with their 17 straight wins, they lost last. Uh, they lost what two nights ago? one again last night, and I think, or I don't know if I'm getting my thing off here, but they're on fire. And I don't think their record reflects how good they are. I think they're a lot better than their record is. Uh, the Giants definitely had a hard time against them. They got two Giants killers in in uh, uh, Goldschmidt and Aronado, known Giants killers. I think the Giants and the Dodgers have seen enough each other. Nineteen times this year, Giants won the series. um, They won the head-to-head ten to nine. You know, they have. They did not. I don't think. Yeah, they did see um, Trey Turner, but they did not see Matt Scherzer. I don't think Matt Scherzer pitched against them. I
0: I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm right. Uh, Paul, uh, do you fear the Dodgers most or are you kind of along the lines with Ray that maybe the Cards of the Brewers might be a
2: um, – So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I definitely think that I would rather see um, the Cardinals knock out the Dodgers. <laughs> um, again, just because any day the Dodgers lose is a good day. Um, but I do think that um, the Dodgers and Giants with the familiarity – and they've played each other closely is a better matchup for a seven game ser- or five game series um, for the Giants. I think the Cardinals um, over a, a long series, the, the five game series, uh, could be a problem. I mean, you're looking at, uh, you know, when they played uh, most recently back in July, um, you know, the G- Giants went two and four. Against the the Cardinals, um, mm-hmm. just before the All Star break, just after the All Star break, so you know, and again, July was a long time ago. Um, the Cardinals were a completely different team, but they've only gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that uh, that's 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 a concern. So I I think that you know, for us, I think uh, we would be better off playing the Dodgers. And actually,
1: the- break down the cardinals have a better record against the dodgers in the postseason uh the giants have a better record against the cardinals in the postseason so um, it'd be interesting to see how that would if that would continue going forward um if it's a wild card they've already said scherzer for the dodgers and wainwright for the uh, cardinals uh interesting because scherzer gave up five runs last night at dodger stadium and so, is that in his head? You know, and if it comes down to next Tuesday when they got to do a one and done, you know, uh, you know, so we'll see what happens right there. So,
0: anyway, I, I would tell you what, what's what scared me the most about a matchup with the Cardinals. And uh, to with all respect to Goldschmidt and Arenado, who are definitely like two Hall of Fame bound players, and Goldschmidt is just hitting out of his mind right now. Uh, but honestly, going up against, and especially in a five gamer, Going up against a pitching staff where you're going to see Adam Wayne Wright, who has not lost in a couple months, I don't think, and then John Lester, who is legit one of the best postseason pitchers of all time, like that can fuck you up over a five-game series, regardless of how well prepared you are for it. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, and if you match up the Giants with them now, I mean, you, you, know, you can throw them Wayne and Gosman, Webb, I'm sorry, Wayne, Webb and Gosman, uh, and even just, he's still funny. Uh, but, uh, Webb has had had a little bit of issues, uh, two time uh, not the last out, but the outing before that. And, um, you know, you know, we'll see what happens with that. So, and Gosman, you know, too, he seemed to be more, um, stressful pitching. The numbers don't really reflect, you know, He's you know he's burned up his pitches quicker recently than he has before
0: and and taking taking the other team, whoever you play, out of the equation for a moment, just looking at that pitching staff that's being led by Gaussman and Logan Webb and mm-hmm. uh, T Stefani to a certain extent as well, how mm-hmm. confident would you be with those three as your big three in a postseason where now it's just about winning this one game. It's not about being coached to your optimum performance over the course of one hundred sixty two Well,
1: I mean, you know, they are not um how to say this. Um they're not s- superstars. Um they don't have um I don't believe any of them have postseason experience. Um it would be basically I think what they would do on a situation like this, they'd have a you know, see what happens, go on a short leash. Um there's a lot of conversation about how the, how the Dodgers have all these Cy Young people, but you know what? Um, Viewers last couple outings have not been good. Sergio, I I mentioned had a five inning, uh, uh, five anything yesterday. Um, He also uh, had a flat tire a couple weeks ago. Um, Urias is a good for five innings uh, you know, I looked up his, he doesn't do a lot of quality starts, so they rely heavily. He has a lot of wins, but they rely heavily on the offense and the bullpen. Uh, and when you talk about bullpen, the giants have a more superior bullpen than the Dodgers do. Yes, definitely.
0: Um, and in it, Oh, go ahead, Paul. I'm sorry.
2: Well, you know, one of the things too, that I, I, the giants for being as good as they are have been overlooked by most of the mainstream media all year. And, you know, I think it's because, you know, they, they play in California and the Dodgers are in the second largest market in the country. And there is that. Um, but, you know, I, I think that uh, people aren't looking at the giants in still as the, the team to beat. So I think there's that as well. And I think that, cardinals talk about the cardinals because i really do believe it's going to be the cardinals i think you have wainwright and you know who, who who the other day took a shot at the mets for no reason out of the blue for the 2006 nlcs mm-hmm. lester um Molina. you have all these players who are resting on postseason victories and greatness that are mm-hmm. going to walk into that series entitled to themselves that we're going to win this there's no doubt and i think the giants could Absolutely, knocked them on their ass. Saying, "Yeah, well, enjoy that. You'll have all off season to think about this." 2006 was great against the Mets, but you're playing the 2021 20, Giants. So, you know.
0: Just so I'm clear here, are you in fact implying that the St. Louis Cardinals might in fact be an organization that is a bit? Full of themselves and full of their own bullshit. Is that what I'm getting from from you
2: here, Paul? Uh, yeah, they, have, here. they have a lot of pennants that blow in the breeze, but that's because it's the smoke blowing out their ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so.
1: When I think of entitled, I think, of course, to get the Dodgers. Um, I live in, I've lived in Southern California for 30 years, and so I have Dodger fan friends. I have Dodger family member friends. Uh, that are family members, and when you have a conversation with them, especially this year, they've all waited for the bottom to drop out, and I swear there's probably a few of them that are thinking, okay, the Giants are going to skid. There's four games left, three and a half. There's, you know, the fourth one's playing right now. So, um, yeah, I've gotten in some interesting debates with them, and the aura of entitlement uh and it's and so I always said, Well, you know, we're the underdogs. How can you be the underdogs when your guys have been in first place? Nobody thought we'd be here. The media reluctantly has put the Giants in first place. Believe me, they would love nothing more than to put the Dodgers in first place.
2: Makes TV. And, and you know, as I said earlier, you know, the Mets are the team I follow the most in mm-hmm. uh the New York area, I mean, the Dodgers, I'm sorry, the Cardinals and the Mets for the longest time had no love loss for each other. And they were very good in the eighties, both of them, yeah. but you know, the Mets were the better team. I'm sure I would have disagreements with people from St. Louis, but it was heated. I mean, Cardinals fans wearing, you know, New York scum stuff like that. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, we both had one uh, 85, 86 back to back, you know, then uh the mets uh you know 187 the dodgers uh the cardinals were there in 80 uh 87 mets were there in 88 so there's in my head there's nothing good the cardinals can ever do <laughs> <laughs> except <laughs> unless
1: they kick the dodgers out
0: i, I, I yeah, knew we'd finally get along it. in this podcast this is this is delightful um <laughs> and uh to kind of to d- d- dig a little deeper into the uh giants offense that you mentioned that so much i mean honestly pretty much anybody outside of the Pacific time zone is overlooked. People don't understand, like, that is a such a powerful one through nine lineup and such a well-optimized group. But I want to ask, starting off, how much do you think Brandon Belt's injury is going to hurt the Giants' lineup optimization? Because he is, in terms of power, one of the big drivers in the middle of that group.
1: Well, here's the thing about that. I mean, yeah, my homerism would like to say Oh, yeah, he's been good, but the next person will step up, which we won't have a choice. They'll have to. Brandon Belt is, since the All Star breaks, been hitting almost 700, slugging almost 700. Yeah. And that is obviously going to be missed. Yeah. Uh, but we do seem to have people that ascend to the position and handle business. Um, Brandon Belt is not the number one RBI, RBI person, it's Brandon Crawford. Uh, And, in fact, uh, I believe Yaz Yaz is number two as far as RBIs. So – and Yaz is number two in home runs for the team. Uh, So will he be missed? Absolutely. And I hope that he, you know, gets healthy and gets back. Um, One thing they had mentioned the other day, because obviously we're all stressed out about this to a point – the Giants went 14, 40 and nineteen when Belt was on um, the IL earlier this season, and he was gone for the whole month of July, and he had broken his left thumb this time; it's just fractured, and they went forty and nineteen. So, we're kind of hoping to get that percentage going forward.
2: I think, and 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 to Ray's point, I think the the Giants will be fine on the field. Um, from an offensive standpoint, um, they'll be all right. I mean, yeah, it's a big loss. I mean, there's only, what, three players in the last two months since Belt's been back from his last aisle stint that had a better wins, win over uh, – war, win over replacement. Um, one of them being Juan Soto, another one being Bryce Harper, Paul Goldschmidt. So he's been uh, in an – even for himself, in a whole other level. But I think what is going to be missed on the field for Brandon Belt is his leadership. He um, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's Posey's team. Um, but Belt really, you know, personifies um a lot of what happens. And he doesn't do it in a very stoic way, he doesn't do it in a very uh, you know, uh serious way. He's very fun, he's a Great teammate from all accounts. Um, so he'll be around the team, but he won't be on the field with the team. So I think that's going to be a, a missing component that, you know, someone like Wade um, isn't going to be able to. I don't think Darren Ruff even could fill that spot. I think Wilmer, if he's in there, will have the respect of the team on the mm-hmm. field. And he's obviously shown he belongs on the field. Um, but that is what I think really belt is going to be missing. The Giants oh, really? have shown they can play without
1: belt is a two uh, ring winner uh, Posey is the only last one with three rings hmm. uh, Crawford has two um, they're the only three that are left from the World Series generation um, as uh, Paul was mentioning about how uh, belt is he there was a thing that came out a few weeks ago that he was on the bus or something and joke around how he's the captain so, Angoria took a piece of black tape and put a big C on his jersey. (laughs) He wore it on the field. Oh, nice. of course, everyone's like, what the heck is this big C? And so they're like, oh, is he the captain? Well, so they interviewed him afterwards. He says, well, you know what? I'm the alpha male. (laughs) And if you don't know Brandon Belt, you would probably think he's full of himself. He is... Tongue in cheek, and so what they've done is they've got captain's caps, and uh, there's actually put a Twitter thing out with the uh, belt and a captain's cap, and uh, some of the players behind him saluting on the uh, ramp of the airplane. Um, so he'll be able to be there. He he sounds like he may turn into a hundred pence from 2014, as far as you know, you know, rallying the troops around. Uh, so. Yeah, we'll see, you know, we'll see. But I
2: will say this. I, I don't think we've seen the last of Brandon Belt on the field for the Giants this year. He That's can right. come back with the right rehab for the World Series. And we, the three of us know the Giants are going to be in the World Series. So
0: <laughs> you're, call, you're calling a Schwarber on this one, huh? I like it. That's good.
1: <laughs> I'm crossing uh, everything when you say that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Hunter Pence, by the way, one of my all-time favorite non-Cubs ever. Just an utter delight. I, I've, just, I've joined a gay kickball league this year. And I've hiked my, my socks up well past my knees, uh, pulling up, uh, pull on Hunter. Old school. And, yeah. And if anybody else in this gay kickball league knows who Hunter Pence is, that is my soulmate.
1: Right. Well, <laughs> if they don't know who he is, they should know who he is. Yes. I mean, he is talking about I yeah. mean, leadership, makes fun of himself, self deprecating, um, hustles, just an all-around great guy. And, um, yeah, so... He is, um, you know, it'd be great to have him around, but, you know, he's retired. But he'll be a force. He'll be lurking around, I'm sure.
0: One one name I want to suggest in terms of stepping up, not in terms of, like, that kind of on-field fiery leadership, but uh, who I think is probably due to really have a real hot stretch uh, is my guy Chris Bryant, uh, who, the way his year has gone this year, it's been kind of fascinating, the pattern that, that he's been under. The first two months of this season was 2016 Chris Bryant. like He was legit getting and deserving MVP in Wrigley Field over the first two months. Had a hellaciously bad June and just a long, about month-long slump. And then just as he was recovering was when the massacre happened and he got shipped out to you guys. And he's been good, not great with the Giants, which means to me, I think if he's healthy, he's lying in the weeds and he's good there is a real good chance he's about to step up on the field in a big way. And also his eyes can power the Bay bridge.
1: <laughs> well, you know, what's interesting about Chris Bryant, he grew up a giants fan, very bonds fan, particularly, you know, being from Vegas. Um, he has said in the very beginning how he likes how the giants play. They're not flashy. Um, they that's kind of his type of ball. Um, yeah, you're right. To your point. Um, he definitely has the pedigree and yes he is due. Um we know he has the potential for you know really well. I you know I'd love to see some RBIs. Yeah, but that's just me. So Paul Paul has some I think some stuff about him as well.
2: Well, I mean I mean I think that um you you acquired him as much for his um, what you thought he could do for the team as to what he did do, you acquired that name. And mm-hmm. that name, um, again, people were not paying attention to the Giants. Mm-hmm. Going out, getting Chris Bryant certainly drew more attention. And and Ray always thinks that there's this East Coast, West Coast bias. And obviously Bryant East. wasn't uh, on the East Coast, but he's more East Coast than he was West mm-hmm. Coast. Um, So it did draw attention. I mean – I think that the Giants uh should absolutely do everything they can to resign him. Cause I do think that um, yeah, we're not probably not gonna see a full season 2016 Chris Bryant ever again. But I think that uh a Chris Bryant who can give us two-thirds of what 2016 was mm-hmm. for a full season, uh, playing in uh playing for the Giants would be great. Again, there are differentials. Oracle Park is not Wrigley Field um it's a much different park to hit into um but as I've joked with Ray, um you know you don't resign them there is going to be a line out there, including possibly the Cubs uh to to resign them oh, um, uh, you, you know need as a Mets fan i I joked with Ray I said, listen, I'd be happy to send Jeff McNeil uh, Jeffrey McNeil off somewhere to have an infield on the Mets of Bryant. Lindor, Baez, and Alonso. Uh, I would You're be killing me. Very happy you're with killing that. Me. Uh, well, yeah, and Chris uh,
0: and- and- oh, Yeah, that that oh, turns out bad. it's okay. Yeah, that's a pretty good infield. It turns out, unless yeah, you're totally. Jed Hoyer, go figure. Yeah, exactly.
1: No, it's um, it's um, I think the Giants would do well to have Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant is a multi-position player, which is Fahn's one of his favorite flavors. Uh, If you want to say, um, to be fair to Bryant, um, you know, he left a team that he's only known a a clubhouse. He's only known uh, a place there where he was beloved and won a World Series championship. And he has come West. As Paul says, they're two completely different parks. Um, I'm sure a lot of his flyouts may have been home runs in Wrigley. Um, there's always an adjustment period. I mean, look at Evan Longoria. I mean, he's a perfect example of that. Evan Longoria took a couple of years to adjust, you know, coming from Tampa Bay. And, you know, he's, you know, got his legs underneath him now and doing well. So, you know, I think to be fair to Chris Bryant, yeah, I mean, he hasn't walked on water, but few people do,
0: right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a, I talked to Scott Boris. I'm sure he'll insist that he has at some point. Um, but with with Chris Bryant, what you're getting too, and I hope you've seen enough of him over the two months to to see the full skill set he brings. Like You mentioned the multi-positions. Yeah, he's able to give you a really good fielder at third base, at first Mm -hmm. base, left field, at right field. He's someone who runs the bases brilliantly, like Mm -hmm. Da Vinci should sign the way he cuts around third base on his way to home. It's it's Mm -hmm. just a thing that is aesthetically beautiful. Uh, He's someone who is a genius at working the counts. Like I turned the giants game on last night. And first thing I saw Bryant going 0-2 to three, two that's, that was a trademark with the Cubs that he's just really, really good at recognizing his pitch and crushing it.
1: And Farhan loves hey. that. That's been the, that's been kind of the trademark of the giants this year, working the counts, yep. um, getting rid of the starters as fast as they can, um, getting to that bullpen. Um, I've seen a little less of it in the last couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, that could just be, you know, they've been a little more aggressive behind the plate than they have been before. So, you know, they're maybe trying different things. You know, I ain't mad at
0: them. So. All right. Uh, so we only got a couple minutes left here. Uh, before we go, do you guys have anything to plug? Will I still have you here?
1: Uh, well, as you started the conversation, Uh, Paul and I have um, LGBTQ baseball fan pages. Um, One of them, well, there's one for every team. Um, Unfortunately, a few of them have different names and they're a little bit harder to track. Uh, The Giants, Gay Giants fans, uh, some of them have LGBTQ uh, Orioles as Glow Rays are G Rays. Um, most of the other teams, uh, Dodgers are LGBTQ Dodgers. Um, the other ones are the team's name and pride. Athletics, pride. Diamondbacks, pride. Rangers, pride. Uh, Nationals, pride. Red Sox, pride. And then there's um, Mets, pride.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, just to give a little history, so the Giants page is the oldest of the pages um, established, what, 12 years ago about, I think, Mm -hmm. Um, up to about 1,100 members. The Dodgers are second, uh, around 700. Uh, Then it's the Red Sox and Mets neck and neck um, after that. Uh, So, you know, these were pages. What happened was me and Ray um, met each other online. Then we met in person at City Field. He was doing a tour of ballparks with his best friend. And we ended up going to we spring training last year. Uh, Pre-COVID. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were at spring training in Arizona. We hit all 10 ballparks. And one awesome. night we were sitting in our uh, condo and we said, you know, this would be cool to really have a sense of community for everyone that we have in our groups. Because I ran the Mets for a long time. Um, Ray ran the Giants and we banged out over the course of two days groups for everyone. We've also right. since expanded to football, base uh hockey, just general for those who don't have a lot of teams Every others. sport um, you
1: can think of. I don't know no, if we have rugby, balls,
0: figure skating, rugby sport, we have it all
1: WMBA, yeah. um you know, Olympics, figure skating, Tom Daily
0: Pride, Tom Daly Pride. Yes.
2: There is always something to be proud about with Tom Daly. Wow. Oh my,
0: oh, my God,
1: God. He's and, uh,
0: yeah. He's amazing. And uh, you can find me on there on Facebook. I'm on the Cubs Pride group, which is something that Tom Ricketts is doing his level best to try to sell away every day. But nonetheless, we're still there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, which uh, is amazing with his sister as a co-owner of the team. Yeah, but, hey, you know, yeah, I it mean, takes it, it, all types of families, doesn't it? Yes, have, yeah. you, can, have you um, been to the Pride game?
0: Uh, I have been. Uh, I have not gone to the, the – uh, out at Wrigley Function. I've been in the ballpark with my dad when it's been there, but I haven't, as of yet, haven't bought tickets through them. Uh, okay. So I've been there, like seeing all the flags right out underneath the Jumbotron in the left field. Uh, and oddly enough, that was the year that uh, they had acquired Daniel Murphy after the trade deadline. Oh, so wow. yeah,
2: awkward much. So yeah,
0: yeah. I well, this man game...
2: was thrilled for the Cubs to acquire him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I spent that game taking Instagram stories of it and setting it to, to, music like Born This Way and uh, RuPaul's Supermodel for his walk So, yeah, yeah that, that's, that that's how you say it out at Wrigley there.
2: So can, can I ask a quick question? I know you're the interviewer, but can I ask you what what? What, what what series matchup would you think, would you like to see the best? Oh, good this
0: heavens. Uh, you know, I'm going to say let's go full on, you know, since I have a bunch of guys I'm rooting for this postseason, Giants-Yankees. Let's go. Let's make Brizzo fight it out.
2: Okay, I, I get it for the Rizzo thing, but you, yep. you lost the other Yankees. But go I, ahead. I know. Right. But, what about you? Um, G-
1: Giants, Astros, Giants, oh, like,
0: Rays. Right. Kind of the two modern. I, I would like, love to see so,
2: Giants, yeah. Rays. I think it's going to be uh, Giants, White Sox, though. Ooh, um, yeah, I think that's what we'll end up seeing, which I will love because it will make all sorts of front offices all over Major League Baseball crawl with Tony La Russa back in the World Series. Yep. Um, but part of me with my down with the MLB uh, hierarchy is I would love nothing better to see like Seattle and Milwaukee in mm-hmm. the World Series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Fox would cry the entire time. <laughs> um, but, well, that's you know but, but I think uh, –
1: I was going to say what the benefit of the Giants- really- Astros is the Dodger fans would be pulling their hair out because mm-hmm. who would yeah, they be rooting for? Yep, yep. Um, every oh, Dodger yeah. fan I know happens to hate the Astros more than the Giants. And I can't think of another team. I hate more than the Dodgers. So <laughs> I, th- I find that, you know, I always joke with them. Oh, we've moved up on the scale. Yeah. Uh, so it would be hilarious to watch them all go sideways.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like I like all these a lot. Um and yeah, I really like the, the Giants White Sox too, just for the idea of the Giants, this really, really old veteran group of guys and the group that's left over from the twenty ten, twelve, fourteen ring uh championships mm-hmm. versus the White Sox, who are kind of that all in on young, exciting, and new and change the game. Like yeah, Except for the the yeah except for the <laughs> don't swing on
1: three zero
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead and throw up my guys for celebrating that's because yeah why do i like fun anyway yeah, exactly. i like fun and i like talking to you guys don't stop believing paul sanders ray novotny this has been a pleasure
1: thank you very much it's been fun thank you let's do it again